did we arrest I went to court I went to court I was gonna say you. did we arrest him yes <laughs> oh, okay honestly you know what's funny though I didn't know he cheated on you I knew yes okay I knew he did a lot of things but I didn't know he I know. cheated I just, on I, you I really know how to pick him okay Hello. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> I'm going to pretend I haven't been talking to you for the last 10 minutes getting set up as we always do. <laughs> oh, yes. Well, welcome to another week of our ridiculous podcast. <laughs> yes. Welcome to dating, mating, and waiting. <laughs> dating, mating, and waiting. Yes, yes. That seems to be what we do um, best and worst. But yeah. Uh, so, so tonight's setup, I mean, just, just for a good laugh, um, let's see, I tried to hook up my speaker and it was echoing, so I had to get off my phone and you tried FaceTiming me and then that was <laughs> echoing, so then I had to go to my iPad and my iPad works, but my iPad is nearly dead, so we'll see how long <laughs> we go. <laughs> oh my gosh, we... honestly, you know, technology nowadays is just like the most confusing thing ever, I guess. It. It's, uh, <laughs> it's a pain in the ass and and thank goodness this isn't a um a video uh, uh podcast if there's such a thing um because there actually I'm... is i found that out the other day that people do videos and podcasts at the same time and i honestly think that's so ridiculous because like the whole perk of a podcast for me is that i can look like shit while i'm recording well yeah and when you're listening to it you're not trying to look at it you're just in the car or walking or something so yeah yeah exactly defeats the purpose of podcast um, but yeah. yeah, so thank goodness it's not a visual thing tonight though, because, uh, I'm sitting upstairs, I'm hanging out in my bedroom and it's a mess and I've just got everything piled on my bed, but nobody <laughs> needs to know all these fun things cause it's a podcast. Except for the fact <laughs> that you just told them. So now they all know. Yeah, but they, they but they can't see, they can't see. So it's not the same. Okay. They're yeah. just visualizing your messy room. It's fine. <laughs> it's funny that you say that about podcast, but visual might as well be a video because I think that about so many things, like I, I look at Facebook and it's a chat. And then I remember I was just getting used to Facebook and you said, oh, well, I do Instagram now, not Facebook as much. And I said, well, what's the difference? And you said, well, it's just pictures and like you were trying to describe it to me and I'm like okay so I don't get it why am I switching to Instagram what's the matter with Facebook like I, it's all about fads because they all do the same thing it's all look at pictures and then now now everybody's doing TikToks it's like well then what's TikTok well TikTok is just jokes and funny stuff okay so TikTok is so funny though I honestly I think it's just the most ridiculous thing ever but I freaking love it it's so good it is a good time Ugh. waster for sure the one you sent me yeah. this morning was hilarious of that bird <laughs> saying peekaboo to her baby birds. I thought, how cute is that? <laughs> most of most of the videos that I end up liking are just of cute animals. That's That seems to be my entire For You page. But uh, <laughs> Well, yeah. I have a bird. Cassandra has a cat and her brother has a dog. So, I mean, we obviously we cover love, all the bases. We love animals in this family. <laughs> yes, that's for sure. But, well, how has your week been? I know that uh, I recommended some leggings to you. So are you wearing those now? You're, uh... Yeah, so so you said yesterday, of course, I have Amazon Prime. So uh, my daughter loves to take advantage of the fact that I have Amazon Prime. But the, yeah. the downside is, is I know everything she orders. The downside? I don't care. I mean, I don't buy anything embarrassing online. Maybe I'll buy some underwear just to make you uncomfortable. But, uh... but um, I didn't, not that I look anyways, I really don't care either but you told me to look and um <laughs> and you said uh, you got some leggings and you were going on about them well like half an hour later i'm sitting there i'm bored i'm looking <laughs> online and i'm like yeah i could use some new leggings actually but either way that was our that was our amazon purchase of the week and uh i'm very pleased with it i also have some pink fuzzy bunny slippers coming which i'm very oh. excited about oh my god <laughs> they're so cute you cassandra sent me a picture of them i wasn't spying on her prime um <laughs> she sent me a picture they're ridiculously fuzzy and cute i think you should post yes. it on our our instagram just so everyone can see them 
Maybe. I uh, I can post them. When I get them, I'll post a picture in them and uh, show them off to everyone. Yeah. Um, you never know. There might be a guy looking and think how sexy you look. Oh, in my God. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay. Well, speaking of guys, I mean, that's what this podcast is about, right? But right. Uh, this, this week has been an interesting one for just some updates. Because I know last week I mentioned that I went on a successful date, which I was so happy about. And I was like, you know what? I'm not going to talk about it because I don't want to like... But you did talk all of about our, it. Like, well, I did talk about it, but like nothing, like nothing too personal. Okay. I think it was still like it was enough that it was it was socially acceptable, and if things were to like continue, it wouldn't have been awkward that I talked about what I talked about. Um, but that's over now, so I can talk about. It I think you even said if it doesn't work out, it'll be it'll be uh, material for future podcasts, and here but it is a week it. later; it's already material. <laughs> I know, you know, maybe I thought there was going to be a bit of a, like, bigger, uh, bigger time in between that, but no, it's fine, it's fine. Um, content is content. Uh, but I actually, I texted mom last night because everything kind of, like, went down yesterday, and I texted mom after, and I was like, so, I guess I'm allowed to talk about him on the podcast now, and all she responded was, oh, no. (laughs) Uh, I'm sorry. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. No, it's fine. I mean, okay, so I mean, as much as we joke about men, we really would like to actually find a nice relationship, although goodness only knows how we're going to find it if guys listen to this podcast. (laughs) Oh, I know. But anyways, I mean, it was was fine. I think he was honestly, like, a nice enough guy. I'm not going to say anything bad about him. He was sweet, but uh, we did, we were seeing each other for, like, two weeks and uh, talking and hanging out, whatever. Um, and I guess like he just stopped feeling it. He wasn't interested anymore. And he called me yesterday, but he called me like during work hours. So I was like in the middle of like answering emails and I was like, yeah, like what's up? It was the most awkward phone call I've ever had. And this is where I'm saying, mom, I understand that you feel the need to call someone to break up with them. But just at that point, can you just like text me or like, like stop talking to me. So so you gave me grief for texting or for calling a guy to break up with him after I'd only gone out with him two or three times. But I did text him first and say, said, we need to talk. Are you That's busy? so much worse. That's so much worse. Okay, That's no, so no, much how worse. How is that worse? Oh my god. Then him, got, then, and him cheerfully texting well, te- you saying, hey, can I call you? And you're saying, sure, because <laughs> you think he's going to say something good. And then he breaks up with you. So oh what god. is the right what is the right way to break up with somebody? Oh my <laughs> god. Right I think I just I, I think I just came up with another another title for another podcast. How <laughs> the right way to break up. What's the right, right way to break up with somebody? What's the appropriate <laughs> amount of time before you have to text oh them, phone god. them, or meet them in person? Oh my god, mom. I was just like dying because I was like on the phone and I was like, hey, like what's up? And it was so uncomfortable and I could tell that it was uncomfortable and I was like, oh no, something weird is happening. And he's like, I just want to talk about like the time we spent together and like moving forward in this relationship. And I was like, did I do something? Like, is everything okay? And he's like, no, I just like, I think things are moving a little too fast for me. And I was like, oh, well, like that's fine. Like if you want to like take things slower. And then he's like, yeah. And then, honest God, mom, he literally said, he was like, um, I just, How I slow. remember what it, well, wait, <laughs> but he's like, I remember what it felt like when I was with my last girlfriend at this point, and I just, I don't feel that way right now, um, so I want to take things slower, and I was like, wait, you want to take things slower? I don't get what that has to do with your ex, and he's like, no, I just mean, like, I don't, like, the way that I feel, I feel like I should feel like the way I felt when I was with her, and I was like, Oh. So you don't like me and you don't want like you don't want to take things slower. You just want He's to really take things putting a whole a lot stop. of words in there that don't need to be said. I know. And that's when like if you're going to call someone to break up with them, can you at least like maybe write yourself a little script so you don't go completely <laughs> off topic? <laughs> write, some, <laughs> what? write some little pointers. Hang hang on. I, hang on. I just uh, <laughs> I got I got to get my notes here. Hang on. Okay. Uh, the first thing I want to like, say is I don't want to date you anymore. Hang on. Tip, Page 2. T- <laughs> topic when we do our podcast about how to break up with someone don't bring up your ex like oh god ever ever okay first date don't bring up your ex during sex don't bring up your don't bring up your ex um when after when you're breaking up with them don't bring up your ex so i don't know let's just sum it up and say don't bring up your ex ever don't ever ever it is not appropriate unless you're like married and like even then it's an if um 
But either way, he brings up his ex, and I'm like, well, wait, so you're saying, like, you just don't like me. This isn't a matter of taking it slow. I'm like, you don't like me. And he's like, well, I'd be willing to, like, see where things would go, like, if you wanted to hang out, like, next weekend. I was like, no, no, no. Please. I'm like, be still my foolish heart. (laughs) So romantic. Thank you. But I'm going to just pass. I'm going to, I'm going to say no. That's going to be a hard no. kind words. (laughs) It's going to be hard no. And I was like, um, no, that's all right. Like, if you're not interested, like, we, we don't need to see each other again. Like, he was trying to, like, beat around the bush. And he's like, but, like, the fact that you offered to see me this upcoming weekend when, like, it's so obvious you don't like me. And I'm like, why the fuck? Okay. Like, and just to, what if I had just said so yes? That your li- just so that our listeners understand this in its entirety, you have to take an Uber to his house, which is out in the middle of nowhere. So it costs yes. you how much to take an Uber? $25? <laughs> Yes. So you're going to take an Uber out to his house. <laughs> to be broken up with in person. To be broken up with in person. And make sure you're home by 8 o'clock. So you better. <laughs> because we have curfew. Because <laughs> you have curfew. So you better get over here by 6.30 um, so that oh you can be God. gone by 7.30 and still get home in time before curfew. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, no. No, uh, thanks. I'll pass. I was just like the funniest thing. And I was like, honestly, like, you're such a sweet guy for thinking that, like, you need to call me to, like, explain this all to me and like try and let me down easy but at that point I was just like just fucking tell me you don't like me and I will move on with my goddamn life but it was just and then he and then he didn't want to hang up either because I think he felt so guilty because he was like like hurting my feelings Cassandra are you gonna be okay no he started like talking to me about how my hair is still in his apartment because like I like I shed a lot and he was like I I still keep finding your hairs all over the apartment and I was like yeah that's probably gonna happen for a while because like I shed a lot and like I have long hair and he's like yeah did you know that like when a cat dies like sometimes you can find its hair like, around your house for like seven years that's a really said oh Cassandra it's probably it's probably time to move along anyways thank you for reminding Thank you for for making me not feel like this was going to be a relationship that was going to work. (laughs) I'm actually crying. (laughs) So, so I have a story. You were comparing me to your ex-wife. Now you're comparing me to a dead cat. even though i don't like you that's okay so yeah oh my god mom you know what you should have said you know what you should have said in the conversation just a just a little couple of words of advice the next time you break up with a girl just text her for the love of god just text her please god oh my god okay but anyways yeah so that was um that was my afternoon yesterday Uh, (laughs) well thank you for the laugh that was good Oh my gosh. So uh, safe to say that relationship is over. Yeah, um, yeah. I will now be moving on. Anyways, so how, how has your week been? <laughs> well, apparently not nearly as exciting as yours. Um, <sighs> I moved your brother on Sunday. And oh my um, gosh. yeah, so my weekend uh, was fairly uneventful. Um, and then Monday night, I was supposed to go out for a walk with um, like our whole group of, of friends and it got canceled except for one guy didn't cancel. So I got to go for a walk with a, with a guy who's just a friend of mine, but it was still nice just to be out in public um, and walking and talking with a human being that's of the opposite sex with a man. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, it, it's crazy, but with COVID. And he did, he did buy her coffee, um, even though it wasn't voluntary. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mom forgot her wallet, so um, he had to buy her coffee. Well, it was so stupid because I brought, I brought $20 with me and it was in my co- pocket with all my, my Kleenex. And so I think at some point I pulled the Kleenex out to blow my nose because we were on a cold, cold walk. And, uh, and I obviously pitched my 20 bucks somewhere. So then I get into, I get in there and we are ordering our coffees and I just was going to go pay with my phone. And, uh, 
And she goes, oh, I'm sorry, you can't pay with your phone here. I'm like, okay, so I don't have money. I don't have, I can't take my phone. I sort of looked over at my friend. Hey. <laughs> Can you buy me a coffee, Hi, please? Um... <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't mean to make you feel awkward. You came rushing over and paid, so it was all good. Um, but anyways, <laughs> just, just my point being, it's just nice to, like, actually go out with a person of any just yeah. like just just socialize at all like I know and that's the point I'm at and it's like even dating right now it's like I'm not even dating for the sake of like finding the love of my life it's like can I just interact with another human being like I just I kind of want to go out with like another single person who like I can just talk to and go for a walk with yeah. or whatever like it's just that simple I really want to talk about uh the fact that last week you brought up one of the things you hate about online dating is that men always take those bathroom selfies and honest to god I thought you were like kind of exaggerating you guys don't understand she oh my sent god, me I a collection of them she texted me the one day she's like Sandra I found these in like 10 minutes for you and had sent me a whole album of men in their disgusting bathrooms taking their cameras out like with the flash everything I'm like oh my god well you remember was- last week Cassandra said what guys take pictures in the bathroom like she seemed all like Mm -hmm. surprised right so I was sitting there and I was sifting through some sites and uh I saw a picture of a guy taking a picture of himself in the bathroom mirror and (laughs) I thought oh that's I should I should take a snap of this and send it to Cassandra it was just one and I went oh no to be even funnier I'm just gonna keep looking and see if I can find (laughs) any more well damn me okay but you found so many but I'm sitting there going oh my god this is actually funnier than I thought because there were so many every like every other guy that I that I looked clicked on his picture was a guy taking a picture of himself in the bathroom so I had so much so much and then and then the piece de resistance a guy had a picture of himself <laughs> taking a picture of himself in the mirror but there were toilet rolls all piled up no. beside him <laughs> and the picture was a terrible picture he didn't look good it showed him in the worst lighting and so I sent you that whole big cluster and then when I sent you that last one you just did one of those no <laughs> oh god oh, it was so good though. well now you so know good. it to be true I know. Honestly, I wish we could share those photos on the internet, but uh, we might get in trouble. We might get in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, what are we talking about today? Like, yeah, we're we are going to talk about uh, toxic relationships today, and uh, you know, like some red flags to look out for, and like kind of what, how to tell if you're in a toxic relationship, how to get out of a toxic relationship, all that stuff, and try and make it a little more lighthearted. I mean, it is kind of a heavy topic. Um, but I think we have enough ridiculous stories to go along with it that we can lighten the mood. <laughs> yeah. I mean, honestly, I think there's a lot of things that sort of blend into one another. Um, but I mean, mostly I've sort of got maybe five or six things that sort of were top of my list of things that I've actually mm-hmm. experienced and that I think are, I, I guess, I guess red flags, but I mean, maybe not a reason to end the relationship, but something certainly that needs to be talked about so that it doesn't yeah. morph into something more yeah. horrific. Um, well, do you want to just like, do you have any examples of like some red flags that you've experienced in relationships that like people should look out for? Or... Yeah. And, and as I'm saying them, you're probably in more, your mind, because I know you and your brother think it's hilarious that I've dated a few guys over the years. And so, a few. <laughs> so every once in a while, I'll say something about next relationship and you'll, and you'll name the person. It's like, it's like. <laughs> It's like some sort of trivia game. Okay. It's like that guess it's like that guess who game. Oh my gosh, I should make you a version of the guess who game and exchange it with all the photos of guys that you've dated over the years and see if you can guess who they are. I know. Well, one of one ever since I've been divorced, which is like now it's going on 20 21 years, um I've only lived with one other person and it was just for like less oh than a God. year, okay? It was my it, favorite. It was a disaster. Um Everybody said to me afterwards, we don't know why you were with him. I think it was just a bad case of I was trying, trying to move on yeah. with my life. You were trying really hard to make that relationship work. I think you were at a stage in your life where you're like, I just want to be with someone. I want to settle down. I want to like make this work, put the effort into it. And I think it was just a little too one-sided in that aspect. So It, uh, it was. Whatever. I mean, I kept sort of being the one that banned anyways. So I won't say his name, but I can honestly say that over the years – 
I can pretty much pass any one of my ex-boyfriends, smile, stand there and chat, shoot the shit, and, and get along honestly just fine with them, including your dad. This one person that I lived with, <laughs> if he came up to me, I think I would have to, like, smack him. <laughs> I hate him. Oh, my God. Honestly, when I first started going out with him, he was very, very romantic. And it, okay. that, that, that's how I got swept up, right? And, and mm -hmm. you remember he uh, the little things. He used to do a lot of cute little things, even for you guys, right? So, I mean, he had redeeming yeah. qualities. But what ended up happening was um, he, he sort of absorbed me and didn't want me to um, be social with my friends. And this is going to be my first point of what a toxic relationship is. When you feel like you're losing your friends. When you feel oh gosh, like yes. when you feel like you're not talking to your friends anymore, or if you make plans with your friends and he or sort family. of puts a kibosh, oh yeah, or family, and like getting isolated from from the people in your life is such a big one because they become your entire world, and it just makes it that much harder to not see from like an outsider's perspective or be able to get away from it. Like yep. you just you're trapped, right? And also, eventually, your friends mm -hmm. stop thinking of you. You know, I yeah. mean, eventually they stop asking you out because you're the one that's never going to say yes. And then if ever anything does happen in that relationship, even if you just get bored or you want to get back into your friends or whatever, your friends are long gone. Yeah. I mean, you there's can't, nowhere for you to go. You can't treat your friends and family like that. So um, because we moved in together, I was really, really good friends with our neighbors, as you know. And um, I would go outside after dinner on a beautiful summer night and pull up a chair and sit with my neighbors and all the neighbors would come from all over the place. Sometimes there'd be 10, 12 of us sitting out there and he would never come out and sit with us. And when I'd come inside, he would say, you know, that's so rude that you leave me sitting in here by myself. I said, but you could have come out and talked with us. He goes, but I don't want to sit with all those people. I want to spend time with you at the end of the day. So are you but telling like me time I with me can't go and outside? The other yeah. And yeah. I'm not talking. I was out there all the time with them. Um, I, I, I mean, I would even go out for half an hour after dinner and just have a glass of wine with them or something or shoot, you know, you, you just, so it was, it was, I always got in trouble. So to the point where I would do things like he would, uh, he would go out. And so I would go and talk to the neighbors quickly. It's like, it's my only chance I have to go talk to the neighbors. Oh, that's so manipulative. And, and then I thought, you know what? And then, and then you end up walking on eggshells because you're like, okay, do I just make my life easier and not do the things that make them mad? And then that sort of snowballs into a constant stress where you're always worrying about what you're doing, who you're talking to and everything else. I mean, it's a total control issue. So, yeah. um, I mean, uh, that, that was how it ended up being with him. And ironically, <laughs> I, he was trying to control me, but I think the problem is that he was uh, a very sort of uh, weak man. And so yeah. in the end, when I said, I've had enough, I said, okay, you know what? This isn't working. Let's break up. And I said, you're out of the house. And he says, um, no, I'm not. I, okay. You know what? It's my house. <laughs> <laughs> and so, yeah, you are. And I think that really, really is what probably bothered him a lot that he just felt like he didn't have that control. And in the end he didn't. I said, you have to leave. And he had to leave. <laughs> he, yeah. he was so furious with me. I sat there and monitored him leaving, making sure that nothing came out of the house that was mine. And it made him so mad. He ended up just slamming the door so hard it broke it off the hinges. <laughs> oh, my gosh. But honestly, like, it's it's good that you recognize that it was something you need, like, that wasn't working. Because I feel like especially in those situations when they start to isolate you and make it so that you're not comfortable seeing your friends or your family anymore, it really is one of those, like, they are now everything to you and it gets really scary the idea of leaving well what if it was his what house are you gonna do? what if it was his yeah, house exactly. and i had nowhere to go and i have two or young kids you as it. i did like yeah even if you shared it though even because if now i shared you have it to, yeah, you true. still have to go somewhere until you figure out what's going on with the house because he's not going to leave if he owns half the house and so if you've been going yours. out for a long time you don't have any friends to call <laughs> like you exactly. know I, yeah. I, who, who do you call that has a moving truck and uh, and 12 friends and a case of beer you can't do that anymore because there's yeah. no, everyone's sick of and you. where are you stay you don't have anywhere to stay you don't have anywhere to go like it's just such a shitty situation i think like yeah that's such a good piece of advice to, like not not let them become your entire universe like make sure you keep your friends make sure you keep your relationships outside of like your partner and if he doesn't let person. you keep your friends then that's a problem <laughs> yeah you need to leave you need to not be with that person you need to not be with that person to... yeah i don't see anything yeah, exactly. good coming out of a relationship with like that 
No, 100% no. I mean, you need to be able to have your own separate lives just as much as you have your lives together. And I think if you both can't respect that, then you're not you're not interested in what's best for your significant other. No. Like, that's just the bottom line. Like, he wasn't he wasn't happy with your happiness. He wanted you to True. be <laughs> around him all the time. Yeah. So, no, I don't want to be with someone like that. <laughs> Sorry. Definitely <laughs> like, not. Not happening. No. So, um, anyway, so, yeah, so that was uh, that was probably my worst relationship I've ever had. I just summed it yeah. up. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I mean, a big one for me, which I think is a red flag that starts out small and can become a major deal breaker. Um, but I think jealousy just in general, whether like both sides of the mm-hmm. spectrum, I think like whether your partner's jealous of you or you're jealous of them, there's something wrong in the dynamics of that a relationship. A little tiny bit of jealousy. A little pang it's... of jealousy when they do like one thing here or there. But I'm seeing that constant like yeah, not constant, worrying for where sure. they are or what they're doing or who they're with. It's like if they're not making it obvious that they're in a relationship, they're not showing you off. They're not they're not proud of having you on their arm and like vice versa. Like I think if you are not feeling comfortable enough in that relationship that there is like very minimal jealousy then like there's something weird going on and I always see that as like my first red flag it's like if I can't trust you to go out to a club and like not make out with girls then like there's something wrong with either my trust issue or you that you have lost my trust like there's something or or sometimes just to prove to you that they can get another woman they'll tease you you know what I mean? To have uh, yeah. that they'll they'll sort of stand there and let a girl flirt with them for a little bit just to just to get you going. And that's a bad one, too. To create yeah. jealousy is is mm-hmm. a, a poor thing. Like you should go out of your way to try and not make the other person. Worry I, yeah, about I think being that's jealous. I think that's what I'm trying to say is like you should always as a partner be working towards making sure that person does not feel jealousy in your relationship, making sure they feel confident in your partnership and what you have and that neither one of you really wants to go anywhere and you're happy with where you are if you yeah. can't reassure that person of that then like you're not really in when a i'm out with a man i want him to make me feel like the most special girl in the room exactly, but that doesn't mean yes. he's not allowed to talk to the other girls oh my god no go 100%. talk to the but other also- girls joke around laugh have a good time but just remember when you come back to me like to make me feel a little bit more special that's yeah all. and and don't be like putting your arm around them or doing things like don't do all the like flirty things make a point of like I am in a relationship and I'm happy in my relationship and I mean that that's it it's a simple thing to just give that other person the reassurance and it goes a really long way it does um, I agree but I think that's kind of where it starts is like that little like bud of jealousy but I think the further side of the spectrum would be like when you're actually getting into that person doing um things worthy of you being constantly jealous of them and I think the biggest one is obviously cheating which I've heard so many stories of people who their partner cheats on them and they stay with them or they go back to them and they get back into that relationship and I mean isn't I don't that incredible know story I, yeah I, I, like I what is the saying you're not sorry you're just sorry you got caught I mean you can't possibly you can't possibly stay in a relationship with somebody that's cheated because then you're constantly feeling like you're checking up on them yeah and that's what I'm saying like that point of jealousy there's no coming back from that because you're always 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 going to have that in the back of your mind I don't care what they do to try and regain your trust from that point you're always going to have that jealousy if someone cheats on you and I, think I so. do not understand how people can either stay in relationships or get back with people and honestly it's ruined a relationship for me before like I was with this guy who I'm sure you remember um <laughs> but in my first like when I first went to university I was so excited I went to this party and there was this man who was like six foot six dark long hair bright blue eyes I was like oh my gosh fell in love with him instantly I was like this is like a man I need to have in my life um went over started talking to him super sweet guy like we got along we ended up like starting dating over the next like couple months and it had gotten to I guess Halloween night and oh my gosh mom this is like I don't even I don't know if I told you the story I I gotta tell you I'm I'm struggling I I totally thought you were going to talk about somebody else and now I don't know who you're talking about no um this is this is uh the other the guy okay anyways you'll you'll figure you don't know from the fact that he's six foot six I mean anyways um but I'm 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 torn did we when I went to court I went to court I was gonna say did we arrest him yes (laughs) okay Honestly, you know what's funny though? I didn't know he cheated on you. I knew. Yes. Okay. I knew he did a lot of things, but I didn't know he I know, cheated I just, on I, you. 
I really know how to pick them. Okay. Um, all oh, right, this so... one's this one's better than mine, I think. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Okay. So, <laughs> so I'm like happily kind of dating this guy. We've like kind of made it official that like we are seeing each other and we're not seeing other people because we'd been together for I guess like two months by that point, and uh, and so. It was Halloween night. I was all dressed up, having a good time. But, like, I have a lot of stomach problems. Like, I have, like, acid reflux and stuff. And so if I drink, sometimes it triggers it. And I just get, like, that, like, really bad, like, heartburn and, like, whatever feeling. Um, So I just wasn't feeling great. So I was like, you know what? I don't want to ruin your night. You go out. You party. You have a good time. Oh, my God. Um, I do remember this story. I'm sorry. (laughs) I remember this part. The other part was just so significant. I forgot about this part. I know. I know. Um, And so... I'm in my room by myself. I go to sleep. I leave the door unlocked so, like, he can come in and, like, kind of wake me up and we can hang out later in the night. Um, but I just wanted to rest for a bit. And so I wake up to him coming into my room. He sits on my bed and he's like, oh, hey, like, I don't want to, like, wake you up. And I'm like, no, 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 it's fine. Like, I want to get up. I'll hang out with you for a little bit. I'm feeling a lot better now. I'm like, can you just go turn my light on? And he's like, yeah, yeah, sure. Goes over to my light switch, <laughs> flicks it on, turns around, and I look at him. And I'm like, excuse me, what? what is all over your neck and he's like what are you talking about I'm like you have hickeys all over your neck and not just like one or two like it looked like someone had been sucking on his neck since the moment I left him okay like he looks like black and blue from his chin down what to amazes his chest. me is he like, didn't know he was getting hickeys who doesn't I mean, know had- that when somebody sucks on their neck that it's gonna leave a mark I know and it's like early into university so I'm like you know what like I, I honestly, like, maybe he just had never really made out with someone before, whatever. But I was like, what on earth were you doing? And he's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, you literally have hickeys everywhere. Like, don't, you, you can't hide that. Like, there's no way. And I could tell that he had no idea at that point. So he turns around to look in my full-length mirror and instantly, like, the look of, like, shock on his face, like, oh, Guilt. my God, it looked like someone was, like, strangling him. Um, <laughs> oh and And so I'm just sitting there, like, so what the fuck happened? And he's like, well, um, you gave these to me. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. And I was like, um, no, there's no fucking way in hell because first of all, I would have noticed. Second of all, like I've never given accidentally given someone hickeys (laughs) that excessively, like a little one maybe, but not to that degree. And I was like, so no, that wasn't me. The fact that he was trying to convince you that it was you is hilarious. the fact that that was his go-to, not to say, oh my god, no, like, um, I got in a fight or something. Like, no, like, you gave these to me. It's like, you're <laughs> accusing me of something, like, you're trying to convince me of something that I did while I was sleeping for the past, like, two hours. <laughs> I have total like, amnesia of the last two hours. I know. It's not even I'm like, like you went home because you were drunk. Me. I know, honestly, yeah. Like, I was like, I had, like, one sip of alcohol and wasn't feeling good. Like, I fully know what I was doing this entire night, and you did not have those hickeys when I left you. And honestly, like, at that point, I was just like, get the fuck out of my room. I'm like, we're two months in. You obviously just want to fuck around and have fun in university, which is fine. But I'm like, please leave. Like, and you know, you know the rest of the story from there, which maybe we can tell in another episode. But, um, it did not. It did not end there. Believe me. Well, I'll um, I'll, I'll just say this much because yeah, the story goes and goes and goes. But um, I'll just say this much that afterwards he regretted it. He oh, regretted it so much. He realized how mm-hmm. amazing Cassandra was. He realized yeah. he screwed <laughs> up, and he spent the next four or five months adamantly trying to get her to forgive him and she never did um and uh to the point where yeah like we ended up having to to get him arrested and it wasn't even a matter of forgiving him it just got like it went from asking for forgiveness getting really creepy and it wasn't a matter like even if I did forgive him at that point he was not someone I wanted to be with so it was just a combination of a lot of things but anyways we can get further into that story if you guys ever want but it's a little intense and heavy for right now but at the end of the day that was my kind of my one and only cheating story that I know of and I think the funniest part of the whole story is that the next day I called dad and told him the entire thing because I was like all riled up about it and pissed off and I called dad and told him what happened and from that point forward dad had nicknamed him hoover um (laughs) and 
for the rest of my university career, I could not refer to him as anything else. So, yes, that is how he gained his nickname, Hoover, and that is what we call him. Oh, my God. Well, but anyway. Yeah, see, I mean, that's a, you, you can't forgive and forget that. And he tried. No. Believe, through, like, hell and high water, he was trying, trying, trying to get you to forgive him. He regretted that. <laughs> but it makes me, it begs the question, if you care so much about Cassandra, how did you get so easily tempted yeah. yeah exactly like you it you knew I was literally sitting alone in my room and you were away from me for what two hours and you couldn't resist yourself like I just I have no patience for that and future note to any boy who ever tries to date me like I will not have patience for that any time in the future either yeah. like if you make that mistake that's not a one-time thing that's like you genuinely don't feel strongly enough about me that it's valuable to you to like not lose it and I'm looking for a little more commitment than that <laughs> yeah exactly um I'm looking and for I'll a guy that you wants to kiss just me <laughs> yeah is that too much to ask I don't know but uh... you know, maybe apparently <laughs> yeah exactly but anyway so so jealousy is definitely a big one for me and I think once you lose my trust and I can't like I, I have that feeling towards you I can't lose that feeling because I'm very like I'm very comfortable I don't get jealous easily like it takes a lot to make me jealous but once you've gotten to that point I I can't be with you but anymore the problem is no it, it takes a lot it. to make you jealous because you're not jealous unless you have fact and you had fact yeah. so that now you're jealous actually you weren't even jealous you were just done no, I was just mad <laughs> I was, yeah I was over it I was like bye yeah um it's it's but yeah if you if if they started to do little things that were like kind of instigating and making me feel like oh they're starting to talk to a lot of other women they're spending a lot of time with another like other women or they're flirting or they're like checking girls out like I don't know all those little things they start to build up and if I get to the point where I'm, I don't trust you anymore that's a major red flag well it becomes disrespectful just... after a while I've got yeah. male friends yeah. but I wouldn't go out with one of my male friends for dinner <laughs> you know um yeah. if I was dating alone somebody anyways. yeah alone alone yeah. yeah um you know I might go and hang out or say hi or have a beer or whatever but you know like there's, there's lines to cross and and you have to be respectful yeah. of the person you're with yeah and just be open with them and let them know exactly what's going on and just don't try to be sneaky or weird about things like the less you hide the more I'm gonna feel comfortable so um True. I don't know yeah that's just my opinion anyways so yeah. another one that would be sort of a, a big one for me is always asking where I am. If I'm, oh, yeah. I mean, I guess, like I say, a lot of these things sort of morph into each other. Obviously it's a jealousy thing, um, but asking where I am, but worse yet, uh, you know, uh, I text you. Why didn't you answer my text right away? Um, oh I, I phoned you at five o'clock. Why are you just now calling me back at five twenty? You know, that whole feeling that there was something that was more important than talking to me. Therefore it must've been, you know, not even a guy. Um, I, I went out with, I went out with one guy, um, and he, uh, he always had to work late. And so he would call me at his dinner break. And when he would call me, he would say, okay, I'm going to call you at five o'clock. Well, it wasn't always available at five. And quite frankly, some days I just didn't feel like sitting by my phone at five o'clock. Like if I had something yeah. else to do, I would go do that because it was not prime time when everyone's off work and most people want to go out for drinks or do something yeah, or like socialize or I want to yeah. go and grab, go, go shopping after work or whatever. Right. And so there was a couple of times where I just didn't answer the phone because I'm thinking, ah, I just don't feel like sitting on the phone for half an hour with him. I'll just, mm -hmm. I'll just do something later. And he would get me, get so mad. And he would, if I didn't answer the phone, he would phone and phone and phone and phone and phone and phone, not just leave one message, but he would phone like three times times in a row oh and until I picked up or he would send me a message and it was like a panic and I thought yeah. what do you think I'm doing well it's not that I'm jealous it's just that I thought you'd rather be talking to me than what doing anything else <laughs> so it's like, I, no you would rather be talking to me and you just want me to pick up because you want me to yeah, I'm supposed to stop world. my life yeah and uh and so it's stuff like that like uh, being um being controlling trying to make me be at a certain place at a certain time all the time and it's it's especially when it's not even to be with them just to answer a phone yeah like honestly like if you want to see me in person and you want to make a date then fine but to, to to say i need to call you at exactly five and it's 10 after five where were you that oh sort God. of that sort of stuff makes me a little crazy yeah i think that keeping tabs on you and like 
constantly wanting to know where you are and who you're with and what you're doing and like what's going on in your life it's like you do have to trust that person a little bit like you can't expect that they're going to be at your beck and call every second of every day I think communication is important like I would always let someone know like if I was living with them I'll let you know where I'm going what I'm doing whatever but like but I don't even think it's just a jealousy thing I really don't I think it's a control thing even mm-hmm. if you say, well, I was shopping. Well, if you were shopping, then why didn't you stop shopping and pick up my phone call? Well, I know. because sometimes even shopping is more important than talking on the phone. You know, like just. Yeah. And it's like for me, talking on the phone is something you do casually when you have the time to do it. It's Or if it's an emergency, it's like a quick, oh, hey, what's up? Yeah, yeah. Can you do this for me? I just need that. OK, whatever. Bye. Like that's the extent of a phone call if I'm out busy I expect that like you respect that I'm busy like yeah I I mean sometimes I I call you or you call me and I'll say you know what now's not a good time to chat okay I was just calling the chat talk to you later call me whenever it's not an offensive thing I'm not I'm not upset if you don't answer the phone unless and if I was I would send you a text saying it's urgent you got to call me well then maybe that's different right but yeah exactly Yeah, I mean, I I definitely, I think me and you both, like, need our freedom to a certain extent as well. And I I don't like it when people keep tabs on me. I don't mind if it's in a a polite way. Like, me and you. Oh, for sure. I, I... I like to know where you are just for like safety reasons or whatever same vice versa but if you're doing it for the wrong reasons I feel very uncomfortable like I don't like you knowing just because you want to know where I am right like it's not for safety it's not because you're concerned it's not because you think I like might get into something it's literally because you just want to have that hold on my life and that is such an uncomfortable feeling I don't like it well I know she didn't call me till 11 30 last night does that mean that's what time you got in like you know I mean honestly as 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 adults nobody wants yeah. to have tabs put on them nobody wants to be restricted by a time or a place yeah i think anyone trying to manage my time is slightly irritating until you're in a serious enough relationship that it's like now both of your lives are being affected by what you do yeah but in the early stages especially like if someone is trying to manipulate you and like keep you from doing things you want to do or like have a hold on your life and tell you what you can and can't do like that's that's not something you should be okay with um that is definitely a major red flag yeah for sure so what's your next Um, one i have that uh, a big one for me is when when things are one-sided in a relationship which like you said these are all kind of meld like melting together but a big one for me is with my my ex-boyfriend i felt like a lot of the times I was the only one putting effort into it. I was the only one trying to make it work. And that was both like emotionally and um, and also financially, which I thought was a very, very serious issue mm-hmm. that I didn't necessarily see at the time. I think just any, um, any effort or any sort of one-sided aspects to the relationship is really unhealthy. I don't care what it is. I don't care if it's, like, emotionally one-sided. I don't care if it's, like, um, yeah, good point. like the effort is one-sided or the finances are one-sided. Like, there needs to be a balance. And I think a huge one for me was that I used to put all the effort into my relationship with my ex. And I, w- I felt like I was the only one trying to make it work. And everything was about fixing his problems and me trying to help him and me trying to help him grow and put him in a good position and he kind of came into my life and came into my apartment and really just like expected me to carry him through life and uh, a lot of that was financial too like he expected me to pay the bills and he expected me to pay every time we went out for dinners and stuff and at the time he would kind of manipulate it so that it didn't seem like um like it was that big a deal like he'd say oh like I forgot my wallet or I forgot this or I don't have any cash on me well I think we all saw it we like a a lot of people around you saw that he was kind of like maybe we weren't believing all his money stories but yeah just like you know you were saying about the guy that I lived with that you know you you saw it it's not that I didn't see it but you get you you start to work with it and make just believe that it's okay and that's what I think you were doing I think in hindsight Mm -hmm. you probably would have said you know what there was so many incidences where he conveniently didn't have money for something but you wanted to believe yeah and and I really did like it was uh looking back on it now like hindsight really is 2020 and I think seeing the way I was with him it was so unhealthy and I really Mm -hmm. did let him take advantage of me in so many ways but in the moment you really do like when you love someone you want to give them whatever you can and if you have something available you want to be able to provide that for them so like if I had money I didn't mind 
paying for things for him or like spoiling him on his birthday or taking him out for dinners and like I think I just lost track of how much I was giving him and how little he was giving me back and it wasn't until I kind of looked back that I could see that oh my gosh I spent way too much money on him and he manipulated me into basically paying for everything and uh, well in the beginning when it's all happy roses and everything else you're thinking I'm doing stuff for him because he would do it for me yeah which he wasn't which he wasn't and never would (laughs) which he wasn't and never did never was never was going to never had any intentions of it yeah so I think that's that's definitely a big red flag and I know money can come into a lot of relationships in a negative way and I think um to understand that you both need to have a purpose and a role in a relationship and if you're a stay-at-home mom or wife like that that's great that's your job and if that's like you have like the, the but guy that's your understanding money, that that's your give yeah. and take one person's doing the maybe let's call it the psychological part of your family and the other person's yeah. doing the financial part of your family there's lots of give and take for sure but i mean i've yeah. also had guys tell me that they you know well if i don't have money what you're not going to date me no I just don't. I don't want to. I just don't want to. Yeah. I just don't want to support you either. Like, who are we kidding? If 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 I have a house and you don't, you're probably going to end up living in my house. Well, does that mean I have to pay for the heat and hydro too? Like, I don't know. It starts to get, it's, it's sort of like the beginning of fights. Yeah. And, but you know what? That's such a like, and it, it's not even about the fact that you don't have money or I wouldn't date you because you don't have money, but For me, the toxic trait comes from you as a person expecting that someone else is going to support you and take care of you when you're not giving anything in return. That's right. There's got to be be an exchange. An exchange of anything. I don't care. If if you want me to buy you dinner, I have no problem with that. If the next day you say, oh, you know what? Can I come over and give you a hand shoveling your driveway? Like give and take, give and take, right? Yeah, exactly. And so it really is just a matter of like, I want you to to balance out the scales. I don't care how you do that, which is why I included like the effort and the money together, because I don't care how you show that appreciation. Like if you are a stay at home wife and your husband is making all the money or vice okay, versa, cool, because or vice versa, you, it's a balance. It is still someone is doing work on one side. Someone is doing work on the other side. Yeah. And at some point you're both like contributing. But I was in that relationship for so long and it was so one-sided and I was so blinded because I just like could never fathom the fact that like a human being could be that selfish and I was like honestly I just I, I didn't see it he and fooled, I know that other he fooled people all thought, of us I, I don't think he was the greatest with money but I did think he was a nice guy and clearly I was wrong about that at the end of the day like, I really I think a big part of what helped me like wrap my head around it was kind of sitting there in my situation and saying if I was like my friend or if I was like a family member looking at me right now, would I be okay with the way this man is treating me? And would I be okay like letting myself be in this relationship? And the reality is no. Like I, I looking if from it like, were the me. outsider's perspective. Yeah, exactly. If it what were me, what say? would you if like No, I'm saying if yeah, like if, if I was in a bad relationship, would you tell me, you know what, mom, you know, we're all looking from the outside in. We see this is not a good idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. You really need to just like look at it from the perspective of someone who is not in the relationship. And would you let someone else go through what you're going through? Yeah. Because most of the time, the answer is no. You would not want to see someone else treated this way. So why is it okay that you're treated this way? No, like, good point. You're yep, not the exception exactly. to it. So, you deserve um, to be happy too. We all deserve to be happy. Yeah. And most of the time, you're going to be happier by yourself than with that person. I know it doesn't seem like it in the moment, but believe me, like ripping, ripping off the bandaid and getting out of the relationship is the first step. And you're going to feel like absolute garbage. But just think, just think you're at the bottom of that hole. You're at the worst you're possibly going to feel. There's only up from there. There's only there. <laughs> That's a good point. So, like, that was the only thing that kept me going. I was like, this is the shittiest day of my life. And then from that point forward, I was like, you know what? It's yeah. just going to get better tomorrow. It's going to get better the day after that. It's going to get better the day after that. And you actually start to have things to look forward to instead of being in the relationship and feeling like you're spiraling. And that's a really unhealthy I remember the day that guy moved out. I'm telling you, the next day I came home. And his car wasn't in the driveway. And (laughs) it was the best feeling ever. Because I used to dread coming in the house. I'd see his car. 
And then I'd take a deep breath before I came through the door and I'd walk through the door. And I tell you, I, yeah. I, I, I walked through the door the next day when he wasn't home. And all I could think of was, I'm never living with a man again. <laughs> <laughs> well, and you know what? Not only was I not going to live with another man, I have not been in a relationship with another man for, I guess, four years now. It took me a long time to even go on another date. I was like, that's it. I'm single for the rest of my fucking life. Like, I'm I'm over it. I'm done. I'm moving on. I could not even look at men again. But yeah, honestly, you don't realize that, like, ripping off that Band-Aid is the hardest part. And you feel like you're so dependent until you actually get out on your own. And you're like, holy shit. Like, he was holding me back a lot. And I can do this on my own. And I can be happy on my own. And you really do just build yourself up each and every day moving past that. Well, if you isolate yourself enough then all of a sudden you think you're the only one in this position. And all you have to do is get out there and talk to your other girlfriends and they all go, oh yeah, oh yeah, girlfriend, I've been through that. (laughs) Yeah, and you start to get your friends back and you start to get your life back and you start to find happiness outside of that relationship. And you learn to laugh about it like we do. Yeah, I know. And I've told that story, like I've told that whole story of that whole relationship to a few people and people always are like baffled by the fact that I laugh while I tell it. And they're like, how do you laugh? Like that's such a serious story. And I'm like, yes, because like in my brain, it's like I overcame that. I've dealt with it. I'm past it. And now it is just it's that it's a story. It's a piece of my past. It's a story. Exactly. And I can laugh at it because what else am I supposed to fucking do? And there's so many there's so many details to the story that by the time you're done and you go, oh, and another thing, people are like, what? How could there be more? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god like it straight up takes me like multiple like, hours Cassandra to tell that is her start to finish these these two relationships that she's touching on are really the only two bad relationships she's had as far as i know um i mean <laughs> other ones have ended but i mean not in horrific situations i mean i have other other weird stories but nothing yeah, but to the severity not, of these not horrific stories like this last one and i tell you i i'm not exaggerating when i say the story would take about two days to tell the whole thing and the entire time your mouth would just be dropping going oh my god oh my god how does it get worse how does it get worse oh, how is it possibly it getting worse <laughs> listen to this but uh, you know what i'm in a hell of a lot better place than he is right now and that also keeps me going so uh oh, i think i think that's about i think I that wraps us up. up our it does yeah <laughs> i think that was a good chat today got a little serious maybe eh a little serious, but you know what? I think we are going to have some serious moments, uh, and I think that is completely relevant to the dating life, and not everything is, is a joke all the time, but we do try to keep it lighthearted. I mean, I think we still had enough fo- funny I moments so. that I hope you I actually had a good to, belly uh, laugh with you out. in the beginning. Oh my gosh, I know. I was actually crying. I was tearing up a bit, but uh, hopefully we balanced out the scales a bit and didn't depress you guys too much. But yeah, that was a fun episode. That and was fun. Like always, make sure you subscribe, like, Here it comes. Us, leave a leave a comment, <laughs> do all the things. Follow us on Instagram, on Twitter. It's dating, mating, and waiting on most things, but I think on Twitter we're oh, DMW wait. underscore did we, podcast. Did we talk last week about the fact that you can just ask Google Home? I can't remember. Oh yeah, but if, you can walk up to Google have... Home and you can say, "Hey Google!" Oh my God, my Google's gonna answer. Uh, you can say, "Hey Google." Oh, she answered. <laughs> My Google's talking. Um, you- Mom's so amazed by that, that our podcast worked. But if you have Spotify or Apple Podcasts or any of that, it will work with your like Google Home or your Alexa. You can just say, hey, Google, play. Oh, and is mine going now? No, it's not. Cool. Um- <laughs> Between the two of us. Oh, my gosh. But anyway, so follow us on all the things. Like us, rate us, subscribe, um, and leave us comments. Write us emails about your horrific dating stories so we can tell them and laugh about them together so you don't feel so alone. Anyways. <laughs> okay, good night. <laughs> oh, good night. And I will Happy we'll talk dating. to you soon. I'll talk to, yeah, I'll talk to everyone else next week. Bye. Bye.